Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. This is a fairly short story, but I've heard of this happening before. And this just made the news again because it's happening again. Caleb Jeffrey and Mark all sent this, but a California man made fake parking tickets in scam, police say. CBS News published this, and the teen is 19 years old. I know technically speaking, a 19-year-old is in fact a teen, but the man is a man also. So, you know, let's not say this is like a little kid doing this. Police in Santa Cruz, California, arrested a 19-year-old, they say, made fake parking tickets and put them on parked cars near the beach. The fake tickets had a QR code that victims could scan to pay the fraudulent citations. And this is the problem, is that nowadays with printing technology, especially like portable printers and stuff, it's very easy to make stuff that looks real. And so people do this and they can get away with it, of course, until they get caught, in which case then they get in trouble. The man put the fake tickets, which directed potential victims to a website to pay a fine, on cars late Wednesday night, said the Santa Cruz police. And of course, the fine they're paying is not real. The man's from Watsonville, California, a place I've actually been one time, Watsonville, was charged with unlawful use of a computer system and attempted fraud, police said. According to a news release from the department, when police spoke with him on Thursday, he denied receiving any payments. He said, well, I, I, I put the tickets out and I hadn't gotten any money when you busted me. So he's going to make the claim that he hadn't gotten any money. And I suspect that'll be the, the gist of his defense. Investigators do not know how many fake tickets the man put on cars or how many victims may have paid the bogus fines. Of course, by advertising this story, hopefully people, if it happened, will come forward and go, yeah, I got busted on that one. It's just the latest report of a scam related to fake parking tickets. In recent years, police departments around the country have warned drivers to be wary of scams involving parking tickets. Scams can involve email or text messages, as well as the kind of fake tickets on cars that drivers in Santa Cruz found. Now, if you got a fake ticket via text message or via email, you should probably be suspicious of that. Because I'm not quite sure how parking enforcement would get your number to text you the ticket. Uh, but the piece of paper under your windshield wiper is very, very obviously easy to fake. Uh, meanwhile, a consumer advocate in Christopher Elliott, who wrote a book called How to Be the World's Smartest Traveler, told CBS Money Watch a few years ago that technology like handheld printers made parking scams easier and drivers should be vigilant. There is a certain arbitrariness about parking tickets and scammers take advantage of that. You get a ticket on your windshield, you're likely to just pay it. And how many times have you done that where you've parked someplace and you're not quite sure or you think, well, you know something, I'm in a hurry. I bet I can get away with it. And you come back and there's a ticket. And quite often the tickets that I've seen uh, are a piece of paper with an envelope. Uh, I know a bunch of cities that used to do that. And, and the envelope made it handy for you to pay it. You could put the check and the ticket in there and stamp it and mail it. Or you could take it by and dump it in a drop box for tickets. And quite often they would say, if you pay it within seven days, it's $25. If you pay it after seven days, it becomes $50. And if you don't pay it within so many other days, then they might turn it into collections and start chasing you. And so it depends on what city you're in and so on. Now, I can tell you that I remember... I, I remember a specific parking meter in Detroit. There was a court in Detroit that was in a building and there was an intersection nearby. And so if you came out of the court and looked 
diagonally across the intersection right there, there were the first two spots had broken parking meters, meaning that the, there was there was there was the post where the meter was, and there was the skeleton of the meter, and somebody had busted it out and probably to get the money out of it. I don't know, but there was just the 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 skull of the parking meter missing its guts. So you couldn't put money in that meter if you wanted to. So I would presume that that's free parking. I, I would presume that, and I presumed that until one day I got a ticket. And I got a ticket that says, you know, uh, expired meter. And so they were working on the theory that, well, because the meter doesn't have money on it, it must be expired. And I was working on the theory that, well, because the meter couldn't accept money, it can't be expired. (laughs) But of course, when you get a ticket, you have to ask yourself, is it worth spending all the time you're going to have to spend on this to make it go away? Or do you simply pay 25 bucks? And so I got free parking there several times. And then one day I came out and there's a ticket there. I'm like, okay, the jig's up. So I paid that one. Now, I know some people are going to say, Steve, I seem to recall a story where you once went to court and fought a parking ticket that was bogus. And I did. And I fought that parking ticket in Pontiac, Michigan. Pontiac District Court, where those tickets were heard, um, is a, how should I say this, poorly run court. And I did spend the better part of a morning in court to fight those tickets. But to fight the tickets in the city of Detroit, I suspect, would be an impossibility. I suspect you'd have to enter some kind of Byzantine maze of Kafka-esque proportions. And by the time you came out, not only would you lose, but you'd be a different person. (laughs) I'm convinced it would be that bad. So I, I, I just paid that and moved on with my life. Now, modern parking technology is amazing. I know places where there's a kiosk, you go put money in the kiosk, and it prints out a little thing, you put that on your dashboard. Police officer comes by and they look, oh, you, you got the ticket on your dashboard, you're good. I've also seen the ones where Royal Oak, Michigan, for instance, actually has a, 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 a kiosk, but it's also got these little camera, like almost like the, the, the cameras they have on the end zone pylons. They've got those all along the road there. And so when you pull into a parking spot, there's a camera that can see your back license plate. And so if you pull in that parking spot, it detects that there's a car there. It gives you a little bit of grace period to go over and put money in the kiosk. And then it pays attention to how long that car's parked there against this money that you put in the kiosk. And if the money runs out, it then takes a picture of your car's license plate and says, you over stage your welcome in this parking space, you now owe us money. And I went to Royal Oak several times uh, because they have a lot of stuff happening in Royal Oak. There's a, a couple of venues there that have shows. And also they have a big festival there in the winter time called the Winter Blast. And I went to the Winter Blast and I didn't have to pay for parking because <laughs> those parking things were fairly new. And there'd been a lot of snow the week before and the snow had been pushed out of the parking spaces up against those and was blocking the cameras. So I parked and didn't get a ticket. But then I went and saw a show uh, not long after that. I believe it was Alan Parsons. I went and saw the Alan Parsons Live Project. And I parked in one of those spots, and I, and I put as much money in the meter as it would allow. But it was a meter that basically limited you to so many hours of parking. And the show ran long. And in the good old days, you'd go, okay, but what are the odds that the meter reader would be out there writing tickets? Well, unfortunately, these machines don't sleep. And they're always there. So the entire time that I was inside 
listening to Alan Parsons and his live project, there was a camera facing at the back of my truck going, okay, we're counting down, three, two, one, boom, overstayed. The, and I'm sure they raise a lot of money, <laughs> but it makes parking in Royal Oak less fun. <laughs> so here's the deal. When you're someplace like Santa Cruz, California, and you get a parking ticket, and you look at it, and you go, well, it looks kind of legit. There's a QR code here. Um, most parking tickets now have got a bunch of identifying information on them, such as phone numbers you can call, websites you can visit, and so on. So the QR code is not enough to make that official. A QR code is not that difficult to come up with. So if you got a parking ticket and you're curious about it, I would call the number on it or look it up uh, on the website that's on the ticket because there should be phone numbers and websites and things of that nature. And I realize that someone could go to all the trouble to fake all that also, but I have a feeling they don't. I have a feeling they don't. So it's a crazy story, but the teen who did this in the headline is actually 19 years old, says that he didn't get paid by anyone and it simply just started on his illicit endeavor when he got caught. So it's a crazy story, but out of California. But keep in mind that they've already seen this happening in Florida, Missouri, and Washington, D.C., among others, among others. So there you go. California team made fake parking tickets in a scam. Police say he's been arrested. We'll see what happens. CBS News ran it. Caleb, Jeffrey, and Mark all sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Don't go looking for opportunities. Instead, make opportunities happen.